Welcome to episode 13 of season nine of the Simplify and Multiply show. And today I have the Fem City founder and CEO, Violet De Ayala. And we're going to be talking about lots of things around personal branding and Violet's personal opinion about that and bravely making your business 1000% you. And she gets exposed to so many amazing women in her network at Fem City. So I'm really super curious to see what she has to say in our conversation. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. All right. Welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show, Violet. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today? Oh, my gosh. So to my listener, right? So Violet and I were like going like crazy with giggles and jokes and laughing at each other and just being silly girls before we got on. And we're like, we got to save it for the show. Save the humor. Contain save, it. Save the humor, I know. For the recording. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so this is going to be a really fun episode. I can tell already because we're both in high spirits today <laughs> and feeling a little goofy, if I might add for myself. <laughs> 20 minutes of giggling time just to prep is amazing. Exactly, exactly. So I want to get right into this season's topic with you, Violet, and I have talked to you a little bit about it. And I want you to, because as the CEO and founder of FemCity, you are building relationships not only within the network, within the community that is FemCity, but you personally are getting to know so many amazing, powerful business owners. These women are doing amazing things. And you get to see front row what they're doing with their personal brands, where they're struggling, where they've excelled, how they're each expressing what they're doing. So just to kind of get us talking about this topic, can you just talk a little bit about what you've been observing in how your members, for example, are showing up in their business and being authentic and being real and just owning it? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to compare it to about two years ago. Um, I was seeing a lot of our members buying packages, which is great. You always want to learn. You want to learn from the best. You're buying packages. They were buying packages and implementing the exact advice that they were given by these packages uh, that they were purchasing. And what I see now over the last 12 months is that they're not using it as a script anymore. They're using it as almost like some feedback and some light guidelines to follow, mm -hmm. but they're stepping more into that space of who they really are and understanding that I can't take your exact script and implement it into my life because it's your script and it works for you and it's great. And maybe you made $2 million, $3 million off that script. I'm using my little air quotes, but when I'm using your script to edit it so that it feels like my vibe, it feels like my expertise is pouring into that that's when the true success shows up is that we can 
leverage each other to inspire us, to motivate us. Um, we can use templates that are similar, but at the end of the day, it is really important for us to step into that place that makes us so unique and so and so different, and that brings that energy to the table. That's what people really feel. And at the you know, it's always still true: humans do business with humans they love. And if you can connect in that level of being your unique self, being your truest form, that's when people then start really supporting you and giving you those dollars to support your business, your product, your services that you have. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I love that you came at it from that angle in what we all kind of consume from the quote unquote, my air quotes, yeah. uh, <laughs> online marketers that are out there selling those packages and those programs like here, you know, you can create this sales funnel or do a live launch and then, you know, have a challenge and all these crazy things that are <laughs> constantly churn and burn, baby, I'm telling you. And what I'm noticing in the I guess the flow of, of life online is that many people are starting to grow very weary of those templates and those procedures because they are relatively like manipulative machinery, not to be too cold about it, but, you know, cause they have served their purpose in bringing people online and enabling them to reach a wider audience and get their message out there. So I don't want to fault them for that, but I agree. I think that there's elements of them that is truly templated. And when I had um, Pia Silva on, we were talking about templates and people want an easy solution. They want somebody to say, here's a best practice that works. It's been tested. It's been successful at achieving A, B, and C. Here you go, go use it. And so I think what that's done is that's trained us as business owners to look for something that's, I mean, this is even how it was in corporate world. I remember working at Marriott and they would rather go and buy something that was pre-made that they could just tweak a little bit and use internally versus building something from scratch. Now, at an enterprise level, that makes sense, especially if you're, you know, doing something like a reservation system for a, a brand like Marriott. That's completely understandable. But when it comes down to the you and me inside solopreneurism, it's a lot different because we do have access to expressing ourselves in a very unique way. So what are some of the things you've seen about how and what's making these people break away from this kind of templated, out-of-the-box way of, of presenting themselves as a brand and also marketing their services? I love that you mentioned it so delicately <laughs> as well. Like there was so much of that on the market and it was almost like two or three people created it and then everyone kind of took it and then like did their spin on it and then resold it. I think, I don't, I don't know. That's not factual. Um, I think what I saw in our community, a lot of women felt that when they did buy those templates, they almost, it almost kind of twofold. It was good for them and bad for them. Good for them because they realized that they could create a template that worked best for them. And once they figured mm -hmm. out what worked best for them to then duplicate it and implement it all over the place. So it works, right? And it's proven. The downside was that a lot of them felt like they were burned, right? Because a lot of the marketing, as you know, it's uh, use my template and get a million, you know, a million followers as an example, or use my template and I'll make six figures today or mm -hmm. tomorrow. And I think a lot of times women were buying that and then feeling almost, you know, more... Uh, I don't want to say the word depressed, but a little bit more knocked down because 
this was supposed to be proven. It worked. And then, of course, the marketing is like, I've helped over, you know, 30,000 people use my. Yeah. And so they feel like, well, what happened to me? How come it didn't work for me? Like if it if it works for Violet and it works for Terry, then why didn't it work for me? There must be something wrong with me. I must be broken. And mm. I think that that was like kind of what we were seeing in our community uh, where I even did a piece about it. Like really, you know, look to see like if you know someone personally who's used that so that they can give you the perspective and say, yeah, Violet's program was great. I just had to tweak it a little bit to make it my own. Or, oh yeah, Terry's was great. I just had to go ahead and do that versus like not knowing and then spending, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars um, mm -hmm. based on some really good marketing. So I think that's kind of went through that that funnel of like everyone bought the product and then the feedback because it's really hard. And even now when I coach people, I tell people, use my website. I mean, I tell my members all the time, use my maps, my website as a as a template to create your own website. Don't take my copy because it's not going to be you know applicable to you, but use it as a way to form your ideas, to go ahead mm -hmm. and kind of start designing what attributes and components that you need. But coming from that perspective, which is more honest. Um, I think is more, uh, it's easily digestible. And then your expectations are like, oh, I still have to do a little bit of work, but at least I have a framework to use. That I think would have been um, easier on some of the members in our community that um, now recognize that to step into that place and authenticness and uniqueness, that we're all really beautiful. It doesn't have to always be, you know, pink font with a light blue, you know, background <laughs> with gold lettering. It doesn't have to always be like that. It can be turquoise too, and maybe a mint green as an example. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It was driving me crazy. That whole phase of like everyone, yes. every time I'd get on Facebook, it was like, buy my package for twenty nine dollars and make a million dollars by tomorrow. And then it was like the same font, the same backdrop, yeah. Yeah. the same. I mean, I was like, after a while, I'm like, you know, can we just put in a green font? Just uh, mix it up a little bit. So yeah, and the I gold mean, drives me crazy. I can instantly yeah. think of three people that still to this day use the gold glistening fonts because they're selling things that generate revenue. Right. So they think that using the gold, <laughs> elegant, you know, foil embossed looking type of text and such is the way to go. And let me tell you what, <laughs> it's garish in my yeah. opinion. We it used really gold. Is. I just said, wait, 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 I'm a gold person. I love gold in my house. Uh, my kids make fun of me and everyone makes fun of me. My kids uh, make fun of me. Yeah, everyone makes fun of me. That's <laughs> fine. But we did have a little bit of the gold detail. But honestly, when everyone started doing that, we removed it because it, it was, you know, it's, it's every brand has to feel like the person. And, um, oh my God, that's you know, uh, that right there is like a tweetable. <laughs> yeah, a little. Far. It's but, true, yeah. and you know, I just redid my site tpappy.com, and the best great. compliments I I got, thank you, was that Terry, it's so you, and I that's was like, yes, best. yeah, that's exactly what I was going for, um, yeah. because you know, there's no reason why our websites have to have no soul. You know, yes, it's an electronic medium. Yes, it's two-dimensional. Yes, it's got limitations. However, there's still boundless things we can do with it. We can create an online experience. And this is what I'm pushing myself to be even more creative with the sites that I build for my clients for that reason. And 99% of it is extracting what it is that's amazing about that human being. And I that's my favorite part about the work I do I is doing that mining and really helping them just like get to, sometimes they don't even know, yeah. you know, they just do it so naturally that they don't even distinguish it. Cause you know, we can't see our own stuff. We, but we can be objective with other people. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Go, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I love that you mentioned that because, um, you know, I think that people can read the energy of someone who doesn't really quite know who they are. And when you know who you are, you know what you're selling and you know what you bring to this world as far as value and impact, you speak at another vibrational level and you're so confident, mm. right? And so for those people that love are that. kind of like, using other people's templates because they don't really know what their voice is or using other people's words. And, you know, you're using all that. And that's great to get started, perhaps. But once you get to that spot where you know exactly who you are and you're so connected to what you give to this world, your energy is so much better. It's it's equivalent to saying, like, if you were like, Violet, what do you do? Well, I, I um, so I have this organization and it's kind of like, um, it's this thing and it's like, it's like really good. And it's, it's got like, I don't know, our, our slogan is business for your soul, but I'm not really sure. Like, I don't know. I mean, who's going to buy from that person? I mean, like, I'd be like, what? I'm going to go talk over to Terry because this chick doesn't know what she's talking about. Versus like someone going like, oh my gosh, I'm this, I'm that. And this is how I help others. You know, that energy. So I think when we're in that little, and we've all been there, we've all had to figure out who, are, who we are, who we serve what our voice is, uh, how we want to show up in the world. But during that murkiness, it's really hard to get sales. But once you know, when you're in that space and you create a, a website that feels like you, that looks like you, that mm. people come across and go, man, this looks so much like Terry. Is this her website? Of course it is. You know, yeah. once you get to that space and a lot of really great brands out there do that. I mean, sometimes I see a Target commercial and before I know it's Target, I'm like, is that a Target commercial? Because it feels like a Target. Or, you know, in Miami, you have Publix there too. You know, the yep. holidays when yep. you're about to cry and you're watching this commercial and you're like, oh my God. a damn Publix commercial? Because I'm crying. You know, like they've done so because they know who they are. They know exactly yes. when they show up. So, you know, you already know. And that's They're where we evil. They're Publix horrible. Publix holiday commercials horrible. are evil. Yeah, why do I need to be crying? And October for a Christmas holiday commercial. <laughs> you know, I haven't even had chocolate yet. So, yeah. Anyway, so total off. Oh, of my tangent, gosh. But. That is so funny. And, you know, it's not just buying the templates and the programs from the online marketers and what they're selling. It's also the subscription programs. Like Kajabi is one that people... They're a multi-million dollar company because yeah. they've been able to create a product that people just love because it is literally template after template after template. And I can't tell you how many <laughs> how many Kajabi courses I've bought from very well, like uh, Marie Forleo, uh, Amy Porterfield, you know, all these big names, Russ Ruffino, you know, all these online marketers, and they all look the same. They all have the same login. They all have the same feel. They all have the same structure. It's just the only thing that's different is the little video and maybe the downloads. And, you know, it's just that just breaks everything in my brain when it comes to being distinct and being your your own person. And what's interesting is they've been successful because they've created a very easy to use platform. But from the standpoint of personal branding, it's very challenging. And other tools are like that. Keep, you know, the Confusionsoft is now Keep, I think. And and we have um, Entreport as well. And there's there's many others. And I believe that there's a place, like you said earlier, about it's a great place to start to get your confidence up and you kind of get familiar with what it's like to deliver value online. You kind of have to use those subscription services. Well, now I feel like I've kind of come full circle, right? And I'm like bringing everything into my Squarespace website because I have 1,000% 
uh, control over how it looks and what the experience is. And Squarespace has finally grown to a pretty sophisticated tool where I can have that flexibility. And that's so that's why I made that choice to consolidate everything into one site and just use that one tool. And, you know, I may be missing out on some things like I wrote a post on the, the perils of simplifying your business. <laughs> You know, you can you can't lose some things if you have a more sophisticated business in in this particular situation. But my goal is to go the opposite way. I'm trying to pare down and focus on delivering extreme value and, you know, have the relationships that are not at a mass level. You know, I'm not about accumulating massive numbers and huge lists and spray and pray and all these challenges, all this craziness out there because it just where's my where's my butt out, man. I've never heard spray and pray. What is mm-hmm. that? What's spray and pray is where you just basically spray every kind of message and marketing stuff all over the place and you pray that it works oh. because, you know, it's basically in the absence of a strategy. Okay. You know, like a lot of people just like blast everything everywhere. They use those aggregators that just throw stuff out all over the place. And next thing you know, it's just a mess. It's a hot yeah. mess. Because yeah. it's there's no strategy there, but anyway, I, I got off track there a little bit. But I, no, I was like, I've never heard that. I love that. I think it should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Spray and pray. <laughs> What's well, like that when when you're talking to a spitter and you're like, say it, don't spray it, buddy. <laughs> now I'm gonna be like uh, hashtag spray and pray. Um, it's like that saying, you know, when I can't, I'm really bad at American sayings, but that spaghetti, you throw the spaghetti on the wall, whatever sticks. Whatever like, stick, yeah. yeah when it like, sticks, you know it's done. Yeah, right, exactly. So that's what it, that's what I was thinking it was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's, that's a a cooking techniques. Well, yeah. hang out with me, my dear, and I'll I'll hook We're you up all with all the sayings from from all over. You'll you'll know. And I'll botch it all up. I'll be like, so she said it was like a tray and a stick and a spaghetti thing. Is that what it was? And you'll be like, no, Violet, it was spray and pray. No, I know it was pray and pee. Right? Is that what she said? <laughs> I get them all wrong all the time. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed so much on one of my own shows. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, yeah. yeah, we're going to be in trouble if we ever go out <laughs> to have a drink say. together. Yeah, tone it down. Tone it down. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> with full apologies to my listener. <laughs> I hope you're laughing with us because <laughs> this I is just so one of those too. things. I mean, seriously, it, it is funny. You know, we try to be serious. We try to add value. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, business and marketing is is sometimes it's just a big fart. You know, it's, you just want to sit back and laugh at it because it's like, I can't take this so that's, seriously. That's a true moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I had this friend that I worked with at Marriott and he was in the design and he used to kind of complain a little bit from time to time about how everybody got so worked up over a brochure or a piece of text in a, in a little print piece of collateral. <laughs> he used to say to me, people, it's just a brochure. <laughs> and they would get so worked up and he thought that was the funniest thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. That's how it is in business too. <laughs> Yeah, you get, can print it again. You yeah, can. you get so worked up about the silliest things. And it's like, you know what? And that's kind of where I'm at in my attitude about my business right now. It's not that I'm taking a, you know, what Robin Williams would call a fuck it all. That's another one. I'll send you a link to that video. Just go to YouTube and type in Robin Williams, fuck it all. It's a little bit he did in one of his stand-up things. Where... God, he was so great. <laughs> it's very funny. Yes, yeah. it's very funny. <laughs> 
funny. I love everything. Everything. Oh, that's gonna be a rabbit hole. If I Google that or get on YouTube, I'm gone for the week. A week. You're <laughs> like, done. What about what about that's those it. marketing tips? Uh, I don't know uh, we... marketing tips. I got stuck on YouTube. <laughs> Where, where's Violet? We lost her. We lost her. Last scene. Last scene. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> we'll see you at the picture of you in the post office. <laughs> Have you exactly. seen Violet? Yeah, she's still on YouTube. <laughs> Giggling. <laughs> oh my gosh. I swear to God, I got tears in my eyes. I am so, so sorry I. to my listener. I keep, I keep wiping my eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, back on track. <laughs> and I am not going to edit this. <laughs> this is just how we're rolling today. But I want to get back to talking about the the season theme which is all about bravery and courage so if we take a solopreneur who is using a, a template or a program or something out of the box or a subscription or whatever anything that we've already mentioned which there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff no. just i want to be super clear about that we're not yeah. being all judgy and well, catty about these stuff. things this yeah. is just it's really just situational given what we're talking about around personal branding and being authentic and so when you have more confidence, when you're able to step back and look at your business and say, okay, am I really showing up as me? And how can I be more me? Because that is the ultimate differentiator. That is something that there's no, only one me. There's only one you, Violet. And thank God, right? So, <laughs> but seriously, when people are ready to step in more fully to who they really are, and take more risks and display that in in the fashion that is online publishing and the online world through video podcasts showing up in clubhouse you know a, a ding dong tiktok movie you know whatever right there's a million different ways to put yourself out there what do you see happening with your you know your colleagues as well as the members in fem city and how they take that step into being braver in putting themselves out there in a more honest fashion. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. Yeah, and I think it's also, it's, it's almost like it's an evolution. It doesn't happen overnight. And I think that's a, another misconception that you, you buy the templates and you use that as your kind of starting point. And then like you wake up one day and you're like, boom, now I know who I am. I think it's like, a, at least for myself and a lot of our members, I've seen them, you, you edit little pieces of that. You know, let me edit this one copy or let me go ahead and write this social media post or this email marketing. And you start kind of stepping into that place, almost like tiptoeing. And then all of a sudden, eventually you show up. 
Um, I think that's a lot of times how it really is. I know sometimes we see that people just show up and they're perfect, but I think there's always a little bit of, of a process to get to that place where you can confidently, confidentially, confidentially, oh my God, I can't even speak today, show up yeah. with confidence in who you are and mm-hmm. what you bring. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example. Years ago, we had a really big chapter in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I lived in Raleigh for a couple of years, and I would go once a year. And I remember we were about to un- like unleash or unveil or, you know, uh, our new slogan. And one of our members said, Violet, will you share what the new slogan's going to be, you know, that you're here in Raleigh? And it was like 100 women, 120 women at the dinner. And so I told them it was business for your soul. And I remember, mm. I think the, the member's name was Kim. I remember she said to me, wow, you're putting it all out there. You really, I mean, you're really going to go with that slogan? And she was saying it in a positive way, not in a demeaning way. And I was like, yes, we are. And it's because I had run from city for so long. And the truth was, I really believe that there is a soulful connection that we make with one another. And I want to make sure that we have that as a filter because we're not for everyone. And that's another thing. It's okay that you're not going to be for everyone. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to want to hire you. I mean, it's totally fine. But when they are for you, they really are for you. Mm, And it's a perfect fit. And so that's what really started to differentiate Femme City from a lot of our other um, organizations that we still partner up with today. Um, But we really stepped out because I wanted to make sure that if you come through, you got to get that we're a little bit woo-woo. We're a little bit spiritual. We talk about the community um, we incorporate gratitude and uh, some of these aspects in our in our programs. And even when we started doing our programming tweaks, we started talking about gratitude and having women share you know, gratitude for other women. We had a lot of people that were like, well, that's really stupid. I don't want to stand up and say something kind about another woman. That's really dumb. Again, I had that point to say, oh, gosh, okay. But I was like, you know what? No, I really believe it's important for us to share gratitude with other women. And if it's not a good fit for you, that's totally okay. And I hope you find your place. I, found, I hope you find your home or your perfect product or the service that fits for you. Um, those were two moments that I remember because fear takes in when someone says, well, that's stupid or that's dumb or how are you different? Yeah. You yeah, know, those totally things that, that we hear. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you step into that place and it wasn't overnight, I think we were on year three or four. Um, but when it happened, I was like, this is who we are. I, mm. I, you know, I don't care who doesn't feel it, who does feel it. This is who we are. And I want to make sure that we have a community that gets that. And so um, I, I see that a lot. We kind of, you know, oh, someone said it was stupid. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Oh, someone said that that was dumb. You know, I'm going to, maybe I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stay safe in this level of mediocrity of just being blah, because I don't want my true self to show up because what will people say? What will people think? And the truth is that's when people love you the most. Oh, they, no kidding. They, and yeah, that's the biggest, the I mean, you, you just hit on it with that. That is the biggest trust fall yeah. is to really get that the more you're yourself and the more you act yourself and not have that, I'm a professional business person and this is how I need to present myself. Otherwise people won't hire me. They won't take me seriously, blah, blah, whatever the story is that every person has. And when you can actually step in and say, you know what, this is it. This is who you deal with. And I remember, and I've said this quite a few times on this show is that my boyfriend, Doug always says to me, he says, Terry, People fall in love with you when they get to meet you. What you need to do in your, because you know, sometimes, you know, the pipeline gets a little weak and you want to, you know, you get a little. <laughs> and I was, God bless him. He puts up with a lot of my hand wringing. 
And he's like, honey, he says, you just got to find a way to put yourself out in front of people so they get to meet you and talk to you because that's when they really get you. And that's what I'm trying to do with, with the sites I build now. It's like, how do we do that? You know, how do we create that level of display of intimacy, invitation, honesty that allows people to create that connection? And I love that you brought up that we're not a fit for everybody because the more you can be yourself and kind of show up in advance of getting that client or getting that engagement, the more they're going to get a taste of that. So if there is a misalignment, then you want them to move on. You don't want to force something just because you're trying to make numbers or you're trying to close a new client. And I think that that's really super important. It's kind of, it's almost like a logic thing. You know, it's like, yeah. of course you want to show who you really are and that you can really deliver before you get in bed with the client, you know? Well, not literally, but you know, maybe, I don't know. It's another show. <laughs> that's another show. Yes. <laughs> Another topic. Yeah, so we'll talk about that later. Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night, midnight, on Clubhouse. Violet and Terry talk about getting Talking. in bed with your clients. All we hear are giggles. <laughs> What's up with the show? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're so right. But you're so right about that. I mean, that's... um. And I think that that's the, um, you know, when social media started, like, everyone thought they had to be perfect and they had to be. And I, I remember last year... <laughs> When was it? it? January of last year. I was really sick, really, really sick. And I was still showing up for my Facebook lives with my members uh, in our Facebook group. And one of our global members, Lori Hunt, said to me after like privately, she goes, Violet, you have inspired me to just do it because, and she meant this with so much love. She is the most loving person ever. She was like, you showed up with Kleenex in your hand. Your nose was all red. I was coughing. I was muting myself all the time. And she's like, you know what? You showed up and you just, you delivered and it wasn't perfect. And I mean, I looked really awful and it, it inspires others to then just say, you know what? I'm just going to show up the way I am and that's mm. going to be okay. I don't always have to have a filter on or I don't always have to. I mean, now I show up with like two inches of white hair around the perimeter of my face because I'm like, <laughs> it is what it is. But I would have never done that until that moment. And then I realized you you inspire other people to show up in their truest way and to give the value and just to be there of service. That's what people hear and see. They're not really, they're not critiquing you. And if they are, again, not everybody's going to like you. And that's okay. Yeah, I think that that's a, a real important, important thing that I want to distinguish a little bit further. So when you showed up like that, yes, you did all those things and I, just, and I applaud you for for being there for your audience. But this was your audience. Like they know you and they love you and they just wanted you, you know, they wanted to have an experience of working with you and whatever the capacity was that you were having your Facebook lives. I think that people who see strangers mm. who are, you know, wanting, <clears throat> wanting to provide the a professional persona or a professional yeah. because they're there, you know, in business, we are being called to act as professionals, professionals in the way we communicate, the way we serve, the way we do business with integrity and ethics. And so in, in that context, you know, because there's an exchange of value and money and yeah. you trust and all these things have to be put in place. So those things have to be there. So I can understand how the constructs got built but I think once you're in that, you know, kind of sense of intimacy 
and you have a group of people who know you, like, believe me, I've shown up looking pretty gnarly with my mastermind people because, you know, I'm like, okay, gloves off. We're good here. Okay. (laughs) You know, but there is that, you know, I, I always like to look nice and presentable when I'm shooting a video that's going to go on my YouTube channel. I always like to look nice when I'm teaching a live workshop or something like that. So that's more me, right? It doesn't mean that I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't show up. Like right now, my listener, obviously you can't see me, but I have no makeup on. My hair's in a ponytail. I've got like a tank top. I mean, I look like I'm ready to go to the gym. And I'm perfectly comfortable like that because I know Violet loves me just the way I am, right? So we're just, we have this kind of, so when you when you look at how you present yourself, it's okay to have context and to know that, yeah, if you want to present yourself as a professional, especially if you're, you know, selling into a corporate environment where it's kind of expected, you know, but- yeah. Things are very different today than they were even five years ago, uh, especially after the pandemic. Everything's so much more relaxed and close up. You know, we're closer to each other. So I think we're getting exposed to things that are more real life. So the desire to have a more authentic presentation of who you are is, I mean, this is a trend that I am like trying to lead as well as sensing that people just want more real stuff. They want more, more real stuff. And I think, <clears throat> and also, you know, when we, I think the most likes I get on social media are the ones that are really authentic, mm-hmm. um, that are sharing like real stories about myself. But I think what top, what top, what I learned from the pandemic, a lot of these anchors uh, were having to dial in from home and a lot of their guests. And I got so much enjoyment seeing them show up without the makeup application yeah. at the studio. And, you know, there was one time the backdrop was a kitchen and it had like 20 bottles of wine on the counter that were empty, you know, the (laughs) night before or whatever. And you know what? It was so refreshing. I think it's really interesting that you paid attention to that and noticed that. (laughs) (laughs) On episode four, what Violet sees in the background. Um, I do. You know why? Because I'm I'm fascinated by really good backdrops. Like I'll watch. I'm like, that's a really good backdrop. That girl looks really good in that blue. She did a great job painting that back wall blue with her skin color and that touch of gold. Not too much gold, but you know. (laughs) Um, But but it it gave us all permission to like, it's okay if we show up with gray hair. It's okay if there is, you know, if the dog jumps in while we're Mm -hmm. on, you know, a video. It's okay if, you know, like my husband just came in and was like, what time? And I had to do this at five o'clock, you know, like for him to not walk in uh, while we're recording this. (laughs) Um, But that, I would have had so much anxiety. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, if anything was out of place. Now I'm like, you know what? It's okay if the dog barks in the background or if, you know, I lose, if I lose connection for a second. That's what I love about being real. And I think that inspires others to be like, it's okay mm-hmm. if something happens and I show mm-hmm. up less than perfect. It's going to yeah. be fine. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all models for each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're all out there just trying to, you know, enjoy life and do the things that we're passionate about, which is which is yeah. what, you know, really all of it's all about. I was on Instagram live. We do an IGTV series um, every Tuesday and a couple of months ago, the heart of the pandemic. Um, I, so someone got on and I had some, some hate, you know, you get hate email, like who does she think she is or whatever. And, um, and you get it a lot. The more successful you become, you get more of that. So I'm super, but it threw me off. You know, it was like, I hadn't seen it in a while. So, and I kept rolling with it, kept rolling with it. 
anyway, like weeks later, I was talking to one of our members in one of our events uh, online on Zoom. And I mentioned that. And she said, Violet, I was there. And I was watching it with my daughter who had been going through a bullying situation at school. Wow. And she said, look what's happening to Violet. Someone is bullying her on this Instagram and she's just not even paying attention to it. And even at that level, at that age, it still happens. And so yes. she used it as a way to educate someone else. And so even in those moments, and my heart, by the way, I saw it and I was like, I was about to cry. It was so horrible. I bet. Yeah. But you keep on going, you keep on going, and uh, and it, it serves. You have no idea how it serves somebody else who's mm. watching or listening. You know that that it gives them the the permission to have grace with whatever they're going through as well. You know that's that's a beautiful story, and I'm so happy you shared that. And I I want to bookend the this the show with that because that's just that leaves me in a really happy place that you shared that. And, uh, that friend is, is definitely a, a good friend to share that with you, you know, about being there and having that experience. So thank you for bringing that to the show and thank you for bringing everything, our humor, our fun, our giggles, <laughs> our silliness and, and wonderful wisdom from all of the wonderful things that you're doing at Fem City. And I am so looking forward to our friendship growing and growing and growing. And thank you so much, Violet, for being here today. Thank you so much, Terry. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.